Greetings. This is Atma Boda, and this is episode seven. The title for this podcast is The Ultimate Enlightenment with Atma Boda, The Politics of Truth, is this episode. This is something I wrote this morning, and I'm going to share with you this because this is something I've been building towards crystallizing into detail the merging of how spirituality interfaces with today's politics. And it's not about the left or the right. It's about groupthink and collectivism versus individualism and liberty. Because from the concept of, from the perspective of, of absolute truth, that's the only thing that matters is, is the government empowering the individual or is it not? Is it trying to dehumanize and turn people against each other? So here we will begin. The politics of truth. Groupthink under God is bearable because then at least virtue is regarded as an important character building quality. Attempting to divorce groupthink from the concept of higher truth or higher power is to advocate for robotic dehumanizing conformity. So what we mean by that is when you still have the collectivist mindset, but this time it's not enshrined by a church, but by an institution or government, then you're putting um, groupthink above truth. In the attempts by some to achieve equity, which is equal outcome, they attempt to enforce some kind of compelled belief system. By doing this, they seek to replace the concept of a higher truth with only a subjective one. What they don't realize is that the goal of all intelligence is to arrive at higher truth. Consequently, any plans that neglect this eventuality are doomed to fail. When minds stray from truth, they become weak and less intelligent. When such minds dominate educational institutions, the policies and ideas they advocate for are highly flawed and easily disproven. Such is the fallacy of an ideal that they call equity. Certain minds will always be more brilliant than others, just as not everyone is born with the same athletic gifts. To advocate for equity is to advocate for conformity, both of which are the opposite of true diversity. To appreciate diversity is to welcome the fact that not all minds are equal, just as not all bodies are equal. Just as not every idea is equal, so also is each outcome not equal. Every society from the dawn of history has failed except when they reward the merit and excellence of the individual. To even try to restructure society to achieve equal outcome is to expose your own ignorance about human nature's innate drive to overcome adversity on the path to true excellence. Those that don't understand that yet don't understand the definition of success. Attempts to oppress this truth is no different than attempting to oppress intelligence itself. Inequality is glorious.
without inequality. There would be no goal to strive for. If every mind was equal, there would be no motivation for improvement because there would be no example of what improvement looks like. Instead, society would be awash with mediocrity, ignorance, and purposelessness, all of which seem to be the dominant characteristic now of many circles. The drive towards excellence and success is what keeps humanity on the move. If everyone is equal, then there becomes no goal to aspire towards. This is why we should be grateful for inequality. The adversity this represents is what makes us grow stronger and what builds character. When you take away inequality, you replace it with the oppression of conformity. By going against nature, you become a tyrant, and in so doing, you replace the possibility of excellence with a universal certainty of mediocrity. The worst of evils were done with the best intentions. Artificial attempts to disrupt humanity's natural evolution by forcing upon it the yoke of oppression and conformity of thought is to destroy individual liberty, which is the basis for classical liberalism. There is no smaller group than the individual, as Ayn Rand said. Individualism is the truest diversity. Anyone who promotes the collectivist mindset cannot claim to be promoting diversity. Collectivism is the opposite of diversity. When you attempt to put mob intelligence above individual intelligence, you are literally putting stupidity above cleverness. This is the reason why intelligent and inspired leadership has always been the most effective form of governance. When you lead by committee and think tank, it is just another form of mob mentality, just slightly less dumb. True hierarchy is determined by proximity with objective truth, which is to say intelligence is not determined by any collectivist religion, secular or otherwise, but by the highest goal of science and philosophy. The founding principle of the United States enshrined on its currency are the words, in God we trust. The scientific equivalent of this statement is, in truth we trust. This ideal is an inspiration behind the success of America and the concept of American exceptionalism itself. By neglecting to place this higher truth as a central component of society and government is to enshrine mediocrity instead. Without having aspirations that extend higher than mere biology, the people become weak. Ironically, a weak people won't help those who think they are on at the top.
Weakness in the public sphere does not equate to assuring the rule of those that think they are in control, but instead leads all of society to ruin. The best societies are populated by inspired and empowered individuals. This has always been the case. If you allow your society to devolve into a lawless and immoral quagmire, then what are you gifting your children and future generations with? Do those who make such policies even care about that? Or do they just selfishly care about themselves and regard humanity as a plague upon this earth? When abortion is celebrated more than the miracle of birth, then what kind of reality have we created for ourselves? Life is a sacred celebration. We are so much more than our bodies or even the genders that define our bodies. We have within us a human spirit that has compelled us as a species to heights unimagined just a century ago. But at the same time, our ancestors would be disappointed to discover the rampant ignorance, widespread depravity, and fragile egos that seemingly dominate today's modern life. We are much, much more than that. But it is only by trusting in higher truth first that we can reach the fullest potential that we are destined to achieve. And that concludes what I wrote this morning. And just to summarize, in my own words, the takeaway is that individualism always trumps collectivism. It's always superior. Inspired individualism is the ultimate diversity. Collectivistic hive mind groupthink always leads to conformity, cancel culture, and restriction uh, against freedom and oppression and tyranny and cancels out free speech. When people say what you're allowed to talk about or not talk about, that's called censorship. Before, in the past, we saw censorship from the right, from, well, as they would call it, the right, the, from religions. We saw Christian organizations doing book burnings and, you know, speaking out against certain kinds of music. Even when the Beatles first came out, there was an uproar uh, on, from the conservative community of saying that maybe this is like devil's music, that the kids are lo loving the Beatles more than they're loving the Bible or their, their religion. And same thing when Rush came out and ACDC and Ozzy Osbourne, there was a vocal religious um, 
population that spoke out against that and they wanted to restrict that freedom of speech. Well, now things have come full circle and instead of the collectivists coming from the conservative side, it seems like you see a lot of people on the left now who also are have the same groupthink and want to silence those that don't agree with their side. As far as whose side I am on personally, I'm on the side of truth and liberty and individual liberalism. And whether that happens on the left or the right, I don't care. I just hope that truth wins and truth does win and truth will win. In fact, it's inevitable that truth will win and truth wins because truth is truth and the truth will set you free and it will always emerge. The more you try to hide the truth, the more the truth comes out. The Streisand effect, right? And so our forefathers, the forefathers of America, whether it be Thomas Paine, George Washington, these were all empowered individuals. They created a separation between church and state, but they didn't separate the concept of God from within state because on the currency it says in God we trust and to me that's very profound because one axiom that represents what I'm about is love all trust truth trust truth means the same as in God we trust because the ultimate God is ultimate truth. When you strip it, when you strip God from all the dogma and religious connotations and and judgmentalness and the human characteristics and the flaws that people, you know, have a negative reaction to the concept of God, it's because of the negativity that's attributed to it. But if you strip the concept of God and just say it's ultimate truth and you only put positive characteristics to that, then by trusting in this, there is no negativity. There is n- there's nothing, there's no weakness in trusting in something that's higher. And so that's the, the point. And when you have this trust in something higher, you're not putting the trust in an institution or a government, human leadership, but you're putting an authority higher than these individuals. And the beauty about doing that is the more in touch with truth you become, the more of an empowered individual you become. You, ha- you have more purpose. Instead of being purposelessness, instead of having purposelessness and lack of purpose, you have an inner purpose and drive that you want to see justice happen in the world, that you want to see truth 
happen in the world. You, you, you want to see oppression ended. You want people to be free and to celebrate culture and to have a new renaissance of art and music and creativity and new ideas and new inspirations. To be about hope and creativity and not about being afraid and feeling oppressed. But instead coming from the attitude that nothing can keep you down, that nothing can stop you because you have the truth on your side. And others might have the illusion of power over you. Maybe there is people above you in your organization that you feel don't really represent truth and represents more tyranny as opposed to truth. It represents oppression as opposed to liberty. And one big tell to know if someone is on the side of liberty or on the side of oppression is how often do they use words to inspire fear? How often, instead of building you up and saying how great you are, how often do they try to tell you that you're the victim? That there are groups that we should be opposed to that are dividing people instead of uniting people under a common banner. Instead of promoting love and truth, instead spreading deception and desire and fear. So ultimately, it's about making a stand for what you want to be on the side of. Do you want to be on the side of truth and liberty? Or do you want to be on the side that opposes individual truth and, and liberty? It's a very, very simple question. And in fact, as far as other politics go, I, I, I personally don't find myself on either the left or the right because there's some truth on both sides. I believe in protecting the weak and the oppressed. I believe in social um, program, infrastructure programs, especially improving the roads, building bridges, improving highways, high-speed rail. Unfortunately, there's just so much corruption in politics right now. I was reading an article just the other day about how long it's been taking, taken for Hawaii to build its rail system. It's cost many billions of dollars, and yet still there's no end in sight on when it's actually going to be completed. So I think we can all agree that having good ideas and having the intent to create something amazing in government is awesome, but then it also is equally awesome to have the level of comp competency and lack of corruption to be able to be efficient in executing and delivering on the promises to the people. This is Atma Boda signing out. This has been the politics of truth.